Hi, thank you so much for joining me on the One Life Podcast. Our goal with this show is to provide you, the listener, with the most impactful, empowering, and inspiring conversations and people that will enable you to take full advantage of the one life you have to live. I'm your host, Devin Rodriguez, Army officer, certified professional coach, speaker, and workshop facilitator, and it is my mission in life to enable others to develop the internal tools required to live a life of fulfillment, contribution, and impact. And I thank you so much for allowing me to share my mission and my message with you. If you find the show interesting and gain any value from it, I ask that you simply share the show with someone else, consider leaving us a rating, and consider leaving us a review. Thank you so much for being here with me. I am beyond grateful for you, and enjoy the show. You ever felt defeated? Have you ever felt like although an event happened in which you failed, you had a major setback, you had something that seemingly crushed you, you had something, an event, a person, an encounter that just belittled you and made you feel small and it hurt, it hurt in your heart, your soul, it hurt all over. And yet you thought you got over this situation, you thought you got over that person, you thought you got over that failure. And then a specific event triggers the exact moment in which you experience that failure or that setback or whatever it was for you. And in that moment, that trigger happens and then you just feel crushed. You feel sad. You feel run down. You feel as if the world is just bogged down on you. There's no better way for me to put it. You feel sad. You feel hopeless. You feel like... If only it would have been a different outcome, how much different would my life be today? And I'm doing this bonus episode today because as you guys know, we're only supposed to, well, my plan is to post Wednesdays and Fridays, but it's Saturday today and I wanted to post this. Why? Because I I, I felt like this. I felt this sense of despair yesterday or a couple of days ago on April 1st. I felt a little hopeless. I felt a little sad. I felt a little just down. Have you felt that way? And I'll tell you why. Well, as many of you know, I failed Army Ranger School on February 1st. I failed on the very first day when I failed the combat water survival assessment. I couldn't swim. I couldn't swim, right? There's no, there's no if, ends, or buts about it. I wasn't good that day to pass that test. I didn't deserve to pass it. I failed. Packed up my bags. I came home. All my friends continue on in the course. And then April 1st comes and it's graduation day. It's the day that if I, if I would have stayed in the course, if I would have successfully completed the combat water survival assessment, I would have been graduating on April 2nd. Excuse me, April 1st. But I didn't. I didn't because I failed out on day one. The course is supposed to be 61 days. I made it zero days. I made it one day. Okay, I made it one day. And honestly, that was a failure that I experienced two months back. And I thought I got over it almost instantly because I knew that for God to enable me to fail something as simple as a swim test that I had no worries about, I knew that blessings were coming and it got me excited. And yes, those blessings did come. But you know what happened two days ago? I was watching the graduation of Ranger Class 421 live on Facebook, and I saw a bunch of my friends there. 
I saw all the pictures of my friends with their ranger tabs successfully completing the school. And boy, let me tell you, I am happy for my friends. I am so ecstatic for my friends that they completed it. Why? Because they deserved it. But at the same time, it brought me to a place in myself where I was just thinking, man, what happened to me that day? Why wasn't I good enough? What was happening, man? I must not be good enough. I was, I was feeling sad. I wish, I'm, I wish I was there. I wish I had that ranger tab on my shoulder. I wish I would have done that. What if, what if I would have swam better? What if I didn't give up on myself? What if I, what if I, what if I, what if, what if, what if? I got myself to a place where my heart felt heavy. Have you ever felt that? Like your heart is literally heavy. You feel your heart, instead of weighing whatever it weighs, it feels like it's a ton. And it's just dragging you down because you feel so sad over this circumstance. That was me. I felt sad. Damn it. Am I allowed to feel sad? And I just felt like, I, felt, I saw everybody else getting it and then there wasn't, there was me. I didn't, I didn't get it. Especially as a, someone that holds themselves to a high standard, you were supposed to go out and do something and prove to yourself that you could do this and you fail on day one. Bam, it's over. And then you see two months later, all your friends graduate. It hurts, it hurts. It's a shot to the heart because it's like, damn, if only I, I didn't fail that or if only I didn't do this, if only I didn't do that. And, you know, there's those little regrets that come in and they start talking to you. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been there where you felt like, you're just down, but you know you're not out. You, you just know you're down for a minute. Well, let me tell you, if you have been there, you're not alone. Why? Because we're all humans and we experience these emotions. If you failed something and then you see other people succeeding at it and you know that you could have, you could have, could have, could have done it. You should have, should have, should have done it, but you didn't do it. And then you see everybody else doing it. You're like, damn, huh? what is wrong with you, Devin? Why didn't you do it? You're better than that. And then as a result, you just go down a negative spiral and then you go into this whole loop, this whole rabbit hole in which is just a bunch of negativity and you feel sad for yourself, you feel hopeless, you feel just not good. I had to share this with you guys because I haven't felt that way in a long time. A long time, folks. But when I saw my friends there with smiles on their faces, man, number one, I was so happy for them because I love my friends that were there and they deserved it. At the same time, though, it was, wow, I wish that was me. Straight up, I wish it was me. But it, it wasn't. But I'm not here to tell you about my sob story. I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you about how I turned it around. Because I had noticed that I was in that rabbit hole. I noticed that I was going down the downward spiral, the down the staircase, that I wasn't walking down the staircase. I was rumbling down. You ever watched a movie where someone's going down the staircase or I think it's Home Alone where he puts the stuff on the staircase or the tripwire and then you go flying down the stairs head first and you're all bruised up, battered up, not feeling right and just, ah! That was where I was going. But before I stepped on those stairs going down, right? I thought about going down the stairs and I said, pause, Devin, pause. You are better than this. This isn't you. This isn't you to sit here and dwell on the past and dwell on a failure. Failure in quotation marks. You're not a person that will allow your past to confine you. You will allow your past to refine you. 
And I'm here today sharing this with you all because we can all share this similar mindset. Yes, you will feel, you will feel defeated, but that doesn't mean you have to stay defeated. Before you go down those stairs tumbling, just like in Home Alone, you have the ability, before you even go down this one step, you have to say, I'm going to go back up the stairs because that's where I belong. So I wanted to share with you how I was able to do that in this experience and, and how I was able to turn it around, how I was able to g- stop going down that rabbit hole and then start going up the stairs that led me to the better me, the me that empowered me instead of draining the energy out of me. So here we go. Number one. Right, number one, in order to get yourself out of a negative state and turn it into a positive state, number one, you have to understand where you're going. You have to understand, be self-aware, practice enough self-awareness to know that you're headed down a path that will lead to you being disempowered and feeling like a victim. I understand you have a past. You have this thing that hurts, this person that hurt you, this situation that you just didn't go according to plan. I get it. I get it and it hurts and it, you feel just like how I felt hopeless, like sad, defeated. The first step to overcoming that is to notice it. So whenever you start feeling like your heart's starting to hurt or your blood pressure's rising or your heart starts beating faster, I ask you to just do this. Pause, pause and ask yourself this question. Is what I'm doing right now benefiting me? Period. And if the answer is no, then you know that you have to start walking up the stairs instead of heading towards the stairs that you're going to eventually go tumbling down head first and maybe break your neck, break your back, break your ankle. You're going to break something. You're going to hurt yourself. But if you go up the stairs, that's that's the road. Those are steps to your best self. So number one, self-awareness. Ask yourself the question. Ask yourself the question. Is what I'm doing going to empower me, disempower me? However you want to ask that question for yourself. But is what how I'm thinking right now, or the words that I'm saying to myself, or the feeling, will this enable me to be a better me or a lesser me? And if the answer is lesser, turn around, go up the stairs, headed towards your greatness. Number two, okay, number two. This relates to the first question. Where will I be if I continue to think like this? In other words, if you continue thinking in the defeatist mindset that you're thinking about or that you're thinking on, Where will that lead you? Where will you be if you continue to be negative or pessimist or a pessimist, excuse me, or you you continue to allow these thoughts to come to you and seemingly defeat you and run your life and feel like you have no control over your life? Where will that lead you? If I would have continued going down that path and I kept watching the video over and over again of my friends getting it, but I focus on me not getting it, I would have gotten depressed. And as a result of that, I would have been totally shut off from the rest of the world. I wouldn't have been able to focus on anything else because I'm so focused on my sad feelings. But I noticed that if I continued to think this way, it would have brought me to a state in which I had no control over me, or at least I would have felt that way. So I said, okay, number one, I understand how I'm feeling. Well, if I continue to feel this way, where will it lead me? It won't lead me somewhere good. So I got to turn it around. So then what is one thing that I did to turn it around? Well, I asked myself this question. Because before I say the question, a lot of times when we experience a failure, we allow that to come to define us, right? We take that as part of our identity. I'm a failure. 
No, you're not. That was just a specific instance. But the moment that you could detach your results from you, you are not your results. Your results are simply tangible things and tangible things are not you. You are your values, your principles, your virtues, right? Those are you because those are some things that failure could never take away from you and success could never give them to you because those are you, you in your core being. You're not your results, you're not successes, you're not your failures, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So what is the question then? I said, what good or what blessings have come since my failure? I pose the same question to you. What good, what blessings, what opportunities, what things have come to you since the situation that you're feeling negative, pessimistic, or sad, or hopeless about? This might be hard to do. But I want you to sit back, really think about it and analyze it because I guarantee if you can do it, you'll see that life is not happening to you, life is happening for you. You're either going through the situation or you're growing through the situation. By the way, those aren't original. Everybody uses those cliche terms I just said. But they speak volumes. They speak volumes to how you can overcome the negative state. So look at the thing that you're being sad about, that situation, whatever it may be. What good has come into your life since then? What good has come into your life since then? Because what I knew the moment that I failed, I knew that God had other plans for me. And as long as I had faith in him, those other plans would come to light. I have a a phrase or a quote that I say that failure plus faith equals blessings. When you fail, but you know that God has bigger plans for you, that's when blessings come. But if you fail and you fall, that equals failure. Because when you fail and you fall, you're falling because you failed. That's when you start to believe that you're a failure. Because you're not failing You're not taking the situation and that you failed at it, whatever happened. You're not taking that situation as if you failed, but you still have the faith. Now it's, I failed and that's all that there is to me. I'm a failure. And that's when you start to convince yourself that you're a failure. But how can you change the mindset? Well, ask the question, what good has come since my failure? Be intentional about answering that question because for me, a lot has happened. Life-changing stuff. Life-changing stuff. But if I was just pessimistic about it from the outset and said, this means I'm a failure. Oh my goodness gracious. Nothing good would have come to me. Nothing. Because failure, right? Failure plus faith equals blessings. But failure plus fallings equals failure. I don't know. That's just my two cents, folks. And then lastly, number four, Thinking of where you are now and where you want to be, how can you use your failure or the situation that set you back, how can you allow that to be an asset in your future? I'll repeat that one more time. Number four, thinking of where you are. Thinking, thinking of where you are and where you want to be, how can your failure, your obstacle, your, your setback, the thing that you feel defeated you at point, how can you use that thing to become an asset? 
Because the past is where we learn the lesson. The future is where we apply the lesson. Extract the lessons from your past. A great exercise that I love to run people through when I'm coaching is this. Number one, you have to be real about how you're feeling about a situation. So let's pull out a pen and paper. Write down, this is how I feel about the situation. This is why it hurt me. Write it down. There's no sense in bottling it in and feel like you're trapped and you're imprisoned in your own mind. And once you wrote that down, then this is when we make the switch. I understand you're hurting, but next, how can we take it to the next level and have you answer the question, despite my hurting, this is what I learned. And because of what I learned, this is how it made me better. Ooh, come on now. Come on now. Do you see how we just went from negative to positive? I feel despair because of this compared to this is the past and it hurts, but I learned this and it sets me up to be successful because of this. Come on now. You're made for much more than what you've been using your talents for, folks. And I'm the same. I'm made for much more than what I've been using my talents for. But if I stay confined to my past, instead of letting my past to refine me, then I'm just going to be trapped in the prison cell that isn't in the physical form, but it's in the mental form. And I'll forever live in the limitations of the past. Instead of living in the present, running towards my future, which is really representative of my vision and my goals and my dreams. I understand the failures hurt. I understand it hurts. I understand. But ask yourself these four questions. Number one, how can I, or number one is how am I feeling? How am I actually feeling right now? Practice self-awareness, right? How am I feeling? What's the truth, right? Center yourself. <sighs> okay, I'm feeling feeling a little anxious right now. I feel like I'm not good enough. My, my, I'm just feel, not feeling good. Boom, number one, you identified how you're feeling. Number two, ask yourself the question, where will I be if I continue to think this way? Will it lead you down a bad path, which will disable you from becoming your best self? Or will it lead you down the prosperous path that will enable you to become the best version of yourself? And if it's going to lead you down that horrible path, you know that in that moment, it's time to turn things around. Instead of falling down the stairs head first, it's time to start climbing back up the stairs, no matter what it takes. Ask yourself the third question. What good has come since my failure or my setback? What good has come since then? Because as you take away the positives, you start to reframe your mindset and to think in more positive terms instead of negative terms. Yes, I understand you didn't accomplish this. I didn't accomplish this, but out of this, if I hadn't failed that, this, 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 and this wouldn't have happened. Things are happening for you, not to you. And then the last question, thinking of where I am and where I want to be, how can I use this situation? How can I use this this thing that happened for me to be an asset so that I can use it to extract the lesson and propel me into the future? So number one, how can I increase my self-awareness right now? How am I feeling right now? 
Number two, if I continue to think and act this way, where will it lead me? Where will it lead you? Down a positive path or a negative path? Number three, what good has come since my failure or my setback? As you start to reframe and think more about the positive, you'll see that there's a lot more beauty that has come out of it than there is negativity and just ugliness. And then lastly, understanding my past and that I went through this situation that hurts. It does. How can I use this situation as an asset to propel me into my future? The past is where we learn the lesson. The future is where we apply it. We cannot allow ourselves to be confined to the past. We can either be victims of our past or champions of our future. And the choice is ours. I'll end on this quote. Mark Twain once said that, let us endeavor so to live so that when we die, even the undertaker will be sorry. Come on now, Mark Twain. You're talking to me, Mark. The reason I bring that up is because if we allow our past to not define us but refine us, we will have the devil turning in his grave because he's thinking when you got those negative thoughts spinning, oh, I got you now, the devil's thinking, Jesus, the Lord has nothing on me. But as you start to combat that and you start turning into the positive mentality, the devil's going to be saying, ooh, we got to watch out for this boy. <laughs> when he dies, I might die. I think that's what the devil's saying. Let us endeavor so to live so that when we die, even the undertaker will be sorry. Live your life to the fullest. Don't be confined to the past. Don't be the victim of your past, but be the champion of your future. I appreciate you guys being here. I had to get this off of my heart because I was feeling defeated, not going to lie. I was feeling hopeless, not going to lie to you. But I turned it around because if I would have stayed there, I would have went face first down the stairs and broke my neck, broke my back, broke something. But I chose to walk up the stairs and get back to me, not, not pursue the me that the devil was wanting to lead me to. So thank you guys so much. And I hope that these four steps will enable you to take a little bit more or take full advantage of the one life that you have to live. Thank you guys. And I will catch you back on the next episode of the One Life Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the One Life Podcast. I hope you're able to take one or two of the ideas discussed in this episode and are able to add them to your toolbox of things that will enable you to take full advantage of the one life that you have to live. The clock's always ticking. There's no time to wait. Act now. We only have one life to live. What legacy will you have?